Excuse me. Has anybody seen That was a joke about the world being flat, right? Was it? Why does it seem like the further we go back in history, the more advanced we were? You're telling me people were so primitive they took a hammer and chisel and made this? President Kennedy died at 1 p.m. Central Standard Time. When we were successful, we were We had a real chance at this new world order. Welcome, fellow truthers and conspiracy junkies, to another episode of White Rabbit. I am your host, Catalyst Jones, and today I am going to tell you: do not fucking eat Campbell's soup. I don't know that. I don't know what the fuck happened. That's the only thing I could think that is different than anything I do normal throughout my day. But like, my stomach hurts like a motherfucker right now. <laughs> I hit up Garrett, and Garrett. Uh, was like yo dude go take a shit and i'm like oh that's a fucking brilliant idea so i sat there and i looked through instagram for a little bit and uh, lo and behold nothing came out so with that being said ladies and gentlemen one of the hosts of sergeant and samurai we got the hi motherfucking samurai in the house what is up brother what is up my man so i'm so happy to be back on the show we had a banger last time we were on and i'm looking forward to it again did we? I had oh, you yeah. before. I must have been blacked out, bro. No, no, no. When you were when um, what's it called? When you came actually on my show, we we went on a fucking rampage. It was so much fun. We had such a good time. I think we were talking about dinosaurs to aliens to everything else. We went everywhere. Fuck yeah, dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I'm sure we did. That's uh, definitely the kind of shit that we love to talk about here over at White Rabbit. And I know that your show is is mainly conspiracy based, but you you like to jump down a rabbit hole or two your damn self, don't you? Oh, yes. I've been down many, many in the past, you know, decade or two decades. So uh, I'm pretty well versed on a lot of um, different, you know, knowledge on, on you know, different aspects of conspiracies and whatnot, because that's kind of what opened my eyes to everything that, you know, was happening. You know, that's why I saw it and I didn't buy the bullshit when they started, you know, pushing their narratives on shutting us down and everything else. Because, I mean, I've been I was like, I turn around and I just looked at everybody. I'm like, they're fucking doing it. They're doing it. They're making their play. And everybody's like, you're a crazy fuck. And then, like, you know, three months in, a couple more friends grab you. And then about six months in, like a couple more friends are like, I know you talk crazy shit for years, but like, what the hell's going on? Like, you know, you get the people that are texting, you're like, what does this mean? What is this going on? So it's just kind of, you know, raveled and unraveled from there. And then, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, our show we do, I, I dive down. I'm a little bit more and I kind of bring my, uh, my co-host Steven, the Sarge to dark, to the light side, actually, you know? Um, (laughs) but, uh, yeah, I mean, we do that and then we do, you know, um, we had uh, Larry Sharp on last night. He's a libertarian candidate for New York. So we had him on so he can, you know, use our platform and speak a little bit. So is it? Know, kind of, I, I mean, I, I listen to your show, but um, would would you describe your show as mostly uh, politically based uh, show? 
Yes, because like I said, you know, my, my co-host isn't like like if me and you were on a show, we would just be totally, <laughs> you know, so I, I it is geopolitical, um, you know, kind of what's going on in the world, what's going on in the country, uh, depending who we have on. Like we've had you on. We've had uh, Josh from Red Pills TV. Um, oh, TV He's on. So fucking awesome. He is a wow, man. He is such a wealth of knowledge on the occult and everything else. Um, but yeah, so I mean, I've had him on. I mean, Justin got rest soul. He's been on the show, you know. So we've had we, you know, we, we dabble a little bit here, a little bit there, but you know, Steven and and, and I kind of concentrate on trying to, you know, navigate the world on what's going on and get your families prepared and etc. Right on, brother. Yeah, we need a, a as many types of <clears throat> as many types, as many of those shows as we can because uh you know, like we, the people radio might not be everybody's cup of tea, but they can come over and listen to Sergeant Samurai, get a lot of that information, you know, and uh, take it in stride. I like to, uh, I like to take this opportunity right now to uh, make everybody look in the direction of their Roku and uh, Patriot Podcast Network is somewhere where you can find us all. No, I'm just joking. Like, seriously, everybody knows that my shit's been fucking taken off of YouTube. Like I, I'm, I was, I was, totally joking i'm not that serious you know that brother like mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no but yeah dude those fuckers uh it was funny because james is like uh this is going on youtube and i was like no nah, probably not you know like i'll probably i'll probably just he's all it's getting yanked and i was i was thinking in my head you know i'll probably just upload like little snippets and be like too hot for youtube go check it out on roku or on the yep. podcast network but Roku ended up fucking me that day and it like failed to upload two times. And I like wanted to get that episode out because, yep. you know, I tell people it's coming out at a certain time. So I wanted to come out at a certain time. And I was like, fuck it. I'm uploading it to YouTube. <laughs> and, and it didn't even take 24 hours, bro. They were like, and I was just telling Brandon, I had a Brandon from expanding reality on last week. I was like, bro, usually it's like, they let you know uh we took down an episode and you got a strike or we you know this time it was like uh this motherfucker is back on youtube no the whole fucking channel gone no strikes nothing no two hundred dollars you do not collect go like you're fucked don't come around here anymore yeah i mean we've been pulled off of youtube as well i think your last episode was the final straw that got us pulled off of youtube so it was a beautiful thing but uh we knew it was coming and that's why we have the rumble channels and you know we have our you know everybody's got their 12 instagram accounts and their and their uh you know um what's it called you know we got kicked off of spotify as well like maybe a month ago no warning no nothing just boom you know we had listeners like yo where are you on spotify and i I pick up my phone steve picks up my phone the logo's there i refresh it it's gone never seen again so i mean we're on apple we're on you know rumble um i've been doing bit shoot too bit shoot seems to get a good uh return on views uh i just signed up for cloud hub so i'm not too you know familiar with that because myself and james from we the people we're doing our live shows on uh wednesdays so it's winning wednesdays so we go on we do a little bit of uh motivational talk uh, a little bit of toxic masculinity and uh stuff like that so you know it's a good time it's fun it's for the guys it's for the ladies so you can check it out um but yeah, I mean, it's very hard for us to grow 
our platforms because anytime we get any traction, whether it's Instagram, boom, we get a 90 day ban. Boom. We get, we violate a code. Boom. We get community standards, you know, Facebook bang, you're getting hit with something else. Right. And then all of a sudden it's like YouTube strike one, strike two, gone. See you later. You know, and that's the biggest, you know, easy, easily, and you know, user-friendly and the easiest to down, you know, upload our videos to it's way better than rumble to upload, etc. Right. And there's I mean, not a it, limit. Like I, I'm with rumble, it's only 15. Uh, and so you know like i've had to go through and and you know it takes like two hours or something to upload to rumble and then you come back and it's like it didn't work and then you go back to re-upload it another two hours and then it doesn't tell you file size too big like Mm -hmm. and then so you go and like i'll look i'm like fuck is it too big oh it is and then like dumb down the fucking quality of the video to upload it to rumble which fucking sucks dude youtube was so easy it uploaded faster it uploaded the highest quality of video that i wanted to and as soon as my youtube would go up it was like not even a week and i would surpass the amount of followers that i had on rumble each time i would start a new youtube account this time fuck them i'm not going back dude i don't give a fuck i'm not playing the game but as far as instagram goes man it sucks definitely i feel it's like surfing bro it's like it's like you're waiting and you're waiting because like there's just no waves and then all Mm -hmm. of a sudden you wake up one morning and you're like oh fuck the surf is huge bro yeah and then you're out there like I'm catching as many waves as I can while the fucking while the <laughs> yeah. surf is here, bro. And then it's like it's like two or three days, and then all of a sudden the surf is gone. Bang, and you're like, gone. go back to your stories, and you're like, dude, there's less than a hundred people that seen my fucking stories today. What the fuck is going on? Like, what the fuck? They throttled well, me again. Those oh, yes. Yeah, no, I mean, that was us. I mean, we we got our first 90-day ban 20-something days into having our Instagram account. So we were on a 90 day ban consecutively for probably a year. And then all of a sudden it turned off for some reason and we quadrupled our followers. We were, you know, literally within like four days, we went from like, let's say 400 to like 1400 followers in two days. Boom, boom, boom. Every video we were posting, we were getting hundreds, thousands of views, thousands of likes, thousands of shares. Like it was insane. And then all of a sudden, oh, hit with a 90 day thing again out of nowhere. I mean, Steve went ham for a while because he's like, people are saying our shit. So he just got buzzing, buzzing, <laughs> buzzing, buzzing, buzzing. But it was funny because. It, no, it, Steve, I'm not going to hold your beer. Put down the fucking phone. <laughs> I know, dude. It was insane. But the funny thing is, is it, that's those little glimmers. And, and, you know, because it's a grind for us when you're making like you, you make great content, you're making great videos, and then you're like, you put your heart and your soul into it. And then all of a sudden, boom, you're like, this is going to be awesome. And then it's like four people saw it and you're like, what the fuck? And it's the same four of us just liking it and sharing it back and forth. Right. So Dude, you have no idea. And like, it's and it's always the people like and I don't really get too upset to where I'll voice it. But I have voiced it like in uh, other group chats and shit where there's like people that like share memes and whatnot. And it's always the people that don't actually make their own shit that is like, oh, it's not that big of a deal, bro. I'm like, yeah, because you just went and grabbed your shit from somewhere and fucking shared it, bro. Like Mm -hmm. I spent two and a half hours fucking editing a 
less than a minute video you dick <laughs> yeah no it's hard and i mean and you do a great job with it but that's like you know i mean that's the thing but I, at the same time we have to just keep plugging on because the information is so important to get out there and to wake people up and even with you know our, i mean I, i'm wholeheartedly... i gotta interrupt you i gotta interrupt yeah. you I, i'm glad you said that the information has to get out there because it sounded like i was just shitting on people that are reposting memes like you people are very fucking important and i love all of you guys so don't think i was shitting on you like definitely it's just there is a huge difference when you put a lot of time into uh making something and then oh you, yeah i mean it, 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 it's a pride thing like you're proud of your work and you're proud of like you took the time and you put it in there so it, it can be very disheartening sometimes and you know i mean i totally get where you're coming from but it's just because you're passionate about what you do i'm passionate about what i do and we want people to hear what we have to say and it, like we always say you know and i know you say it too is like we can tell you but we want you to go look we want you to dive yourself we want you to dig yourself so this way it's like our word is not the end all be all but we want to be that voice it's like, like you got the, you know, the angel and the devil on your shoulder, you know, and the devil's been whispering in your ear for years and you don't know anything else besides the devil's voice. And then all of a sudden this beautiful sultry voice comes in and it's like me, grandmaster, boom. And then we give you a little of this and we give you a little bit of that. And then you're like, holy shit. Holy shit. All right. Let me go look at that. And then all of a sudden you're like, holy shit, they were right. And then you're like, well, if they were right about this, maybe they were right about that. And then it goes so on and so forth that, you know, you gotta, you gotta kind of you know, just keep plugging, plugging, man. I mean, it, it's hard. Like we've been doing this for a while now. And it's like, if we weren't throttled our hands down, I mean, I, you know, I know, you know, the, the, the shows that are bigger than us would be far passing CNN. And then the shows like ours would be like right in the running with some of these things because people want to hear it and they don't want to hear the bullshit and they want to hear those things, you know? They're sick of the bullshit. They want to hear the truth or at least somebody who's going to go, I fucked up. I don't know. Go take a look or, you know, we'll talk shit and then we'll be like, we were wrong. We were wrong. Like nobody wants to hear. Nobody admits that they're wrong anymore. Oh, no, definitely. Especially me. Like, I'm never wrong. I'm I'm, def I'm telling you right now, like, I'm not fucking wrong because I'll mm. tell you that I'm never fucking know what I'm talking about. So how could I ever be wrong if I don't know what I'm talking about? Yeah, well, I mean, you know, I mean, I'm just fucking joking with you. It's a, it's always I plausible. Love watching your head spin right there, you're like, but no, right, because I'm like, it's just plausible deniability. Just said, <laughs> well, it was like Kamala Harris, word salad, right there. Oh, I definitely love it. <laughs> you know, but That's no, it's plausible deniability, bro. Absolutely, yeah, dude, and and uh, it sucks that we're getting throttled right now, but you know, I think one day. We're going to be able to look back at these times as the trenches and we were in the trenches fucking taking grenades. And now, you know, it's going to be like, damn, dude, do you remember that? And I'm going to, I was just telling James today uh, from We the People Radio. I was just telling James today. I was like, bro, it's going to be funny because one day I'm going to talk about how on the day that I had Tommy Chong on my show, was I was also scraping my fucking pipe for resin because I couldn't even afford to fucking get weed, you know? Like it's a, it's it's like that scenario when you see people's success stories, like I feel like we're in that we're in that scene. Not that I'm like in this for success or anything like that. I just like I like to look at my life as a movie and I feel like I'm in that montage part of it where mm -hmm. like, we're like everything's fucking going wrong, but that's opening up all the fucking things for everything to fall in place to go right. 
Yeah, you know, my, my wife always says uh, she has a good saying. She's like, we're in different seasons of life. So sometimes you're in the fall, sometimes you're in the spring, sometimes you're in the winter, sometimes you're in, you know, the summer. And, you know, everybody goes through different seasons at different times. That's why you disconnect with friends and, you know, people that you were tight with, you might kind of float away from and people you weren't so tight with, you might kind of gravitate towards because you're both in different seasons of your lives. And sometimes, you know, me and you are both in summer together and sometimes you're in winter and I'm in I'm in spring and it's just we're not driving and we're not working. But, yeah, I mean, I feel like right now it's just been chaotic for so many years nothing is beyond the realms of you know not being true or or it, it can't get any more crazier than it's going to get because like i mean it's it's just been wild and i think people want to have some sort of a guiding light or some sort of a, you know a steady you know uh, you know a, a ship in steady seas where you know we're navigating um you know all this crazy shit and and they come to shows like ours to be like hey we're going through it and that's why me and james started the the uh Winning Wednesdays is because everybody, especially in our community, through the community, etc., has been like on the fucking warpath and fighting and taking grenades, throwing them. And, you know, I know it's not, you know, kinetic warfare, but it is digital war. Right. And we're taking the hits and we're doing the things. And we've been dealing with this for years. You know, even before we started our podcast, you know, our friends would talk shit on us, tell us we're fucking crazy, you know, all that other stuff. And it's just it's come to a boiling point where, you know, we're starting to be, you know, correct. So, you know, I mean, it is what it is at this point. Fuck this. I'm leaving the show. All right. See you later. That's a heavy hat. <laughs> we got switching it up. I'll do that. <clears throat> I got to figure something else out. The uh, tinfoil hat obviously isn't made of actual tinfoil. It's aluminum foil, and it starts to, like, it feels like it compresses my head if I wear it for more than, like, 10 minutes. I'm just like, oh, fuck, I got to get this damn thing off my fucking. It's not right. <laughs> yeah, no, it's weight, and it's not good to have that stuff on you. It's not good to eat <clears throat> off of it. It's not good to, you know, like, it's tough. Yeah, yeah, definitely, right? And I'm yeah. sitting here, and I got, like, I got shit like this all around, you know. Uh, do you know what these are? Like to block, to block like EMF waves and shit like yep. that. So I got them like on my phone, on my computer, uh, like fucking up there on the Xbox, wherever, you know, and I'm sitting here wearing fucking aluminum on my head of all things, like a yeah. dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, go ahead. Every Wi-Fi thing in the house, hit me at once, baby. Let's go. Right, well, it's 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 so hard to get away from, especially nowadays, especially doing what we're doing. We need the Wi-Fi. We need this. We need that to be able to communicate. So it's like a necessary evil in our book. You know, obviously we try to, you know, myself and everybody in my, my house, we try to, you know, turn off and do certain things and everything else. But, you know, you can't get away from it now. Everything's wireless. Everything's, you know, through the air, et cetera, which is good and bad, because if they figure out how to send that electricity like Tesla did through the air, then we'd be all right. And then our energy problem's not as bad. We can just grab it and we don't have to, you know, fight over natural resources to get things, <laughs> you know? Right. And uh, if if there was anything bad about it, we just walk into one of these big, beautiful buildings that our governments have taken over that were actually used for healing back in the day. And we mm. could walk into these big, beautiful build buildings and walk out completely healed. Not with a prescription, just fucking healed. 
now I know we've de- we we talked about you talking about like you know how we were, were I think last time we were we were speaking we were talking about how like these old buildings are like ground level and there's so much more of the building but you know underneath it are you talking about like those type of places that have some sort of energy meaning to to kind of set your frequencies and heal you up right you ever notice how like uh in our lifetime when we see like these old buildings that have like these big beautiful towers and stuff mm-hmm. and and there's like nothing inside of those towers that's because there used to be something in there it's like there's gold and then there was mercury in there before and they've taken the mercury out and then there's copper somehow and then that's those things are usually found near a body of water now star forts are always found near a body of water and okay. so <clears throat> I mean, have you ever talked with Matt from the Great Deception podcast? I have not. Amazing guy. And you should definitely link up with him and have him on your show. He he actually he'll do um he does this whole thing where he um he'll put he put together this presentation and he's done it on a few different uh podcasts. And every time I see him do it, it gets better and better. Mm-hmm. Uh, he came on the show and he did it. And I think it's one of the second most viewed shows that we've had. So it's awesome. Like, yeah, he it's so detailed. The guy gets like so and I'm not an expert in the area by by far, but mm-hmm. fuck, this guy gets into such great detail. Um, you should definitely have him on your show. Like I'll link you up with him for sure. Yeah, definitely link me up with him. I, I would I would love to hear more about that because I know we've talked about it. And then, you know, even people in this community have heard about med beds and shit like that. It's like an old school med bed. Yeah. Yeah. It's like their OG med bed, <laughs> you know. Yeah, I mean, with the free energy that they're hiding from us uh, comes healing and comes healing frequencies, which is becoming talked about more and more, at least in in my circles, the, the people that I talk with, you know, my circles. I don't even know if these people exist, dude. I don't even know if you're fucking real, to be perfectly honest with you. <laughs> no, it's just... So- I, I was just talking with my friend Jason today and he was like, what's up, homo? And I was like, fuck you, asshole. Like, same shit every day, you know, like uh, he's like, well, you have all these cool friends now. And I'm like, yes, to a point. But like, <laughs> I've never hung out with them. It's like, I know it's weird, it's, right? It's the screen. My screen yeah. is showing me different fucking people that like I agree with and get along with. It's fucking awesome. It is cool, but they don't invite me to go fucking fishing or disc golfing or anything, you know. Well, I'm on the other side of the country, so that's the tough, you know. That's the tough part. If I was in Colorado and I was by you, I'd be it, you know. Those two cool motherfuckers are. (laughs) It is. We're we're different. We're different breed on the East Coast, (laughs) you know. It, it really is. We're just, it, it, it's different. Um, but no, I agree with you hundred percent. We're like living in the virtual reality, right? We're living in the metaverse right now in even though much as much as like, we try to fight that stuff, us ourselves, like we use it to connect to other people and to get our voices out there. So, like I said, it's a technology. It could be used for good or evil, right? Just Absolutely. like everything else there's yin and there's a yang. So, um, yeah, you know, so I had a, I had a question cause you said something, you know, you for healing and i always thought about this too like they had all these ancient things and you you figure your vibrations in your body were set at a certain frequency so obviously there's probably hermetics that you can hit and work and you can feel they have like those sound wave machines to like put down protesters and it does something to your body and jiggles you up makes you shit your pants etc right yep. so if we yep. had all this wild technology do you think they're lying about how everybody used to die so young oh dude for sure 
Dude, people, but I mean, like I, you people, have grandparents and shit, like great grandparents. Like, how long did they live? You know, and that's what two, three generations back. But you know, they were saying like back in the day, you know, usually like an average man, like forty years old, like I'll be forty next month, was like old. Yeah, yeah, no, I don't believe that shit at all. Now because I'm like, I could still slay shit. Maybe in certain areas and in certain times, because you got to figure like they were trying to have cities before they actually had like a. Uh, sewage like hand mm-hmm. right so that raw sewage was just sitting and causing a lot of decay disease and that 100 percent people shit like that right but no you're talking about like people that at, were out in homesteads and were farming and shit like that fuck no bro because they were eating the right shit they were living the way that you were meant to be living to live. absolutely and i feel like they were probably living just as long if not longer than us now, uh- I always say with the Easter medicine, like there's got to be something to do it. As, even if you think it's like hoogie boogie and you're doing the acupuncture and all that, I'm like, yo, Chinese people live to 140 and smoke like four packs of cigarettes a day and drink a gallon of whiskey and play poker all day. So there's got to be something to it. <laughs> it's so true, though, right? I love it, bro. I love it. You're gang banging on the Asian culture. It's so fucked up because I used to do it as well, right? Because like when I believed in aliens from outer space, I believed Asians were a species from outer space. I was like, they gotta be, bro. I was like, because I've never seen a poor Asian in America and they're fucking smart as shit. All our technology comes from them. I'm like, there's no, they look totally different than the rest of us. There's no fucking way they're not from planet fucking Valcor whatever. Dude, I know. Don't believe it. (laughs) Dude, I know, but it always just like, I say it all the time because like I've trained, you know, I'm in martial arts, so I've trained with Japanese and Thais and like my whole life right and it's just so funny like you see these Thai kickboxers and they fucking got like 300 fights they're badass and they literally just drink smoke cigarettes and gamble the whole time and then they like walk out they like throw their smoke on the ground they're like okay I'm doing a 10 rounder and you're like what the (laughs) fuck and then I'm like how old are you and they look like they're 12 and they're like 172 and you're like what (laughs) yeah seriously bro it's like black don't crack man like they, they don't age Every Asian that I've ever been friends with in my in my fucking multiple lives that I've had, it, they've always been good at something like extremely, fucking extremely good, good at, at something. It. Like I had a friend, Ty, who was a DJ and like he would scratch and make shit like better than anybody ever. Right. And then I had this other guy that I used to be friends with who was like the dopest fucking skater like and I skate. I used to skateboard with people that are fucking pro like mm-hmm. and like this kid just had no fucking he he didn't care. He didn't want to be pro. His dad wanted him to be a doctor. So doctor. Yeah. I, think, I think what it was is his parents weren't going to let him be a pro skater. But I would skate with this fucking kid, dude. And like he he definitely would have given like uh, P rod a run for like his money for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I mean that's a they're usually really good at math too. <laughs> horrible drivers though, right? Horrible, horrible drivers. And where we are, we we always say like um when you're skiing or snowboarding, horrible skiers, horrible. They're always taking out little kids on the slopes, like knocking them out. They're taking don't out give the a back fuck, of your legs, dude. and, and don't, they don't give even a fuck. Stop. They'll they, keep they'll, going. They'll, they'll let you die on that hill. They're like, I they don't, don't care. give two shits. No, they come they're from not, a culture not, where there's a lot of them. They're not putting out a ski pole for you to get up, like not a stop to even notice that you exist. Like not a sorry, nothing, anything you get out of the fucking way. 
Yeah, I know. It's insane, dude. It's insane. So true, though. It's so true. I would just like to take this opportunity to any of our Asian listeners to say that I am not racist in any way, shape, or form. However, there is a huge difference between racism and fucking stereotypes, and stereotypes are out there for a goddamn reason because they're true. And they're funny as shit. They're funny as shit. (laughs) They're funny as shit. And if you don't have a sense of humor about it, well, that's, that's your fault because, you know, listen it's anywhere i go you're on a different coast in a different place everything and it's like the same three things they're terrible at but they're so good at other things so good at other things so i think it's just kind of funny i don't think you're aliens though guys catalyst thinks you guys are aliens (laughs) (laughs) that's just the theory that i had in my 20s man you can't hold me hold hold that shit against me no that's funny though (laughs) it is I mean, I can see it. They're the dragon people, right? Dragons. They were saying dragons were like the first spaceships and aliens and this and that. And, you know, I mean, their culture is big on the dragon and everything else, you know? Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. So let's stop gangbanging on the Asians because uh, they're cool as fuck. Too. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. I gangbang on everybody. Yeah, definitely. Me too. So anyways, uh, and Mr. Miyagi was so fucking cool, bro. I remember when I lived in Carson City, Nevada, there was like, um, it might have been a 4th of July parade or the governor's parade, one or the other. And uh, he was on a float and I seen him at a, uh, at a, the nugget has like a restaurant inside of their little shop there. And I seen Mr. Miyagi in there eating afterwards. And I was like, oh, I kind of want to go up to him, but I didn't go up to him, but he was cool as yeah. shit. Yeah, no, that's that. That's a tough one, dude, because that's an icon, you know, especially for me. Like I started martial arts because of like Karate Kid and Bloodsport and all that other shit. Right. So, you know, that's good. That's like one of those things where you're like you're meeting one of your your, you know, so-called you know, not mentors, but inspirations to start getting you in and train and see that culture and everything else. So it's pretty cool. So, yeah, dude, that movie had a huge impact on my childhood as well. Fuck um, yeah, man. Like uh, me and my cousins, we would play Karate Kid all the time. And I would always get pissed off. It would be like, no, dude, I'm not fucking going to be Daniel. I'm fucking Tony or I'm fucking I'm, La- I'm not LaRusso. Like, I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. What's his uh, other other Johnny? Name? Yeah, I'm going to be Johnny. Like, fuck you. And it, one, it was like I felt like uh, LaRusso was a pussy and I didn't like that. He had to wear the fucking white gi, man. I'm like, dude, Johnny gets to wear the black gi and he has blonde hair. He gets to d- ride a dirt bike like. Fuck LaRusso. <laughs> well, it's so funny if you watch any Cobra Kai, like you see the other side and you're like, man, LaRusso is a dick. <laughs> I was just going to ask you about that. Well, you know, what's kind of cool is I think the reason why that became a series is because this guy put together a few years back his version of how he saw. And if you were looking at it from Johnny's uh, side and yep. then when that series came out, I was like, holy shit, this is just how that. Uh, series is that that guy put together like a he put together like breaking it down the whole entire movie how fucking LaRusso was the dickhead and the instigator the entire time well dude it makes total sense like he comes from Jersey obviously dickhead like Mary right <laughs> so he comes from Jersey goes to California there. yeah in California he starts like you know hopping in and trying to do stuff and bang his girlfriend and all that other stuff like yeah that's kind of douche move but it definitely sounds like somebody like Italian from New Jersey is going to do. So, <laughs> yeah, you guys are fucking, you don't give a shit. No, I'm crazy. Yeah. Right, where, did you guys invent the whole thing in hip hop where it was like the cool thing to rap about taking people's bitches. It's like, 
I guess it's an East Coast thing, man. You know, I mean, I, I, that's where they say it started, right, in the Bronx. But um, yeah, I mean, I don't know, dude. I mean, I like, I like all, you know, I like both coasts of rap. You know, obviously, I'm an East Coast guy, and I have my favorites and whatnot. You know, but uh, I'm I'm definitely more of a uh, East Coast guy. But I do like a lot of West Coast stuff, you know. But I'm more of like my flows, like Big L, Tribe Called Quest, MOP, Gangstar. Like that's more of my style. See, I feel you. Like, I love that East Coast shit to the point. It's gritty to the point where I got a Wu-Tang W tattooed on me. One of my favorites too, Wu-Tang, you know, I mean, I'm a fucking I'm a West Coast guy, dude. Like fucking I can't you can't fuck with Dr. Dre beats like nobody can fuck with like Dr. Dre's dope. Riz is dope, but Dr. Dre like has it's it's just Riz's. I mean, they're two totally different. It's apples and oranges, right? Yes, it is. It's, it's like when people styles. tried to like compare Tupac and Biggie. I'm like, why are you guys even trying to compare the two? It's like fucking Frank Sinatra and and fucking Green Martin or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> or Green Day. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> it's true. It really is. Because I mean, everybody loves Tupac too. Like you can't. You like he's great. I mean, this is the thing. Like if you really break it down, and I mean, you know, people can tell me I'm out of my mind like biggie was he was a real hip-hop artist and he could freestyle and everything else tupac to me was more of a poet oh for sure like he wasn't as good as freestyling like everything if you notice he was always reading his lyrics he reading his lyrics writing them down and i mean there's a lot of people that do that they write their lyrics and then they sing them and whatever and that's a lot of ways to do but like i feel like you could have put biggie in any room and he would just went Oh, yeah, definitely. Just would have went. I don't think Tupac would have been able to just go. He might have. But I also think like he had so many poems and so many things in his head. He had like a rolling Rolodex of like, I can go grab from here. I can go grab. You know how it is? Like, how oh, I know works. exactly how it is, because, yeah, I, because I used to make music and like we used to freestyle all the fucking time to keep our sh- skill sharp, because like mm-hmm. when you would do shows, you know, like in order of like for people to respect you, like, you know, p- kids would come up to you like at your show show and like call you out and you if you fucking got beat by one of the fucking locals like forget it dude like you're you're not coming back with any kind of respect like you're fucked (laughs) unless you're there to battle rap right like if you're there to battle rap then you're usually like nah dude i'm not fucking with you come watch me when it's my turn you know Mm -hmm. like like but i never really got into the whole battle rap like i i would do it with my buddies and shit but like man dude i had this uh this one guy uh what did he go by his name is sam but what did he go by back then uh bruno something and he might have just went by sam bruno is real oh no he went by ace of spade no a fucking ace high ace high that's what he went by you should look up his shit and he would he would fucking do like the whole circuit where he would go and battle rap motherfuckers and it was dope as fuck but i lost respect when i found out that that entire circuit fucking prepares their raps they prepare their battles before they fucking go that shit is not freestyle yeah no it's definitely not my only problem like if I, I mean, you see battle raps now and you see these people like so aggressively, like in each other's face, yelling and talking some outlandish wild shit. And me being a person capable of violence, like that stuff makes me so mad because I'm like, you're talking so much shit that your mouth can't even back the fuck up. So it kind of irritates me because it's like that's the culture we're in now, too, is like nobody has any, any repercussions. Right. Keyboard warriors, everything like that. I feel like people would be a lot nicer to each other if you had to do that to each other's face and somebody could start swinging. So 
I, I'm more of a fan. Like I like the diss. I like this stuff, but like, I just like the grittiness. Like that's more my style, like that MOP where it's like hard, almost like hard rock and, 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 you know, um, you know, hard rock and rap together, you know, gangstar. I like for the smoother flow tribe called quest. I like for the jet, like the beats, like, uh, I'm a, you know, big far side fan too. lab cab California, one of my favorite albums. Um, you know, but then like, I like the Wu Tang, like there was nothing that sounded like Wu Tang when they came out, nothing. Like oh, no. you had, you had like a little bit of those, like, you know, um, greater style, but they were just that different, like, Raw, I'm going to give it to you, you know, like it was just in your face. you like, I like that. Yes. Um, uh, yeah, exactly. You know, ah, so like, yes. ah. no, you can't beat it, man. That's, I mean, I remember it's part, when of, my, that, it's part of my shit. intro on my podcast. Is it? I, I yeah. yeah. Uh, I remember when that shit first came out, man. My buddy Mark Converse, shout out to my buddy Mark Converse. Uh, we were fucking uh, living up in the mountains, man. And he would go down to like Lodi or Galt on the weekends. And they would go to like flea markets and shit. And he would come back with like new music or like weed medallions or like all the cool shit. Right. He would come Mm -hmm. back with like all this cool shit. And one day he came back with fucking Wu-Tang Clan and he was like, bro, you got to listen to this. (laughs) Change your world. What the fuck? I'd never heard anything like this before. It's like change your life. I was listening to like when he showed me that I was listening to bow, wow, wow. Yippee, yo, yippee, yo, yippee, yippee, And then he, he comes in and is like, Wu-Tang Clan ain't nothing to fuck with. You know? <laughs> I know. I was like, holy shit. And there's like 107 <laughs> of them. Yes. <laughs> and there's a whole clan. <laughs> like, I know. And they're all fighting with each other verbally. Like, this is crazy, you know? Let me stick my Wu-Tang sword right through your navel. I'm like, holy yeah. shit. It's, it's over, dude. It's over. The fucking East is back. They're back. Oh, yeah. And then they the got banned. Too. And then they got banned from the radio. And yep. like that whole movement could have been something crazy, amazing. And it went and it just got it got swept away to this. I mean, yes, underground movement, but holy shit, a mainstream of an underground movement. It was like oh. they were like tech nine before there was tech nine. Yes. A hundred percent. And, and oh, to and and to backtrack to something you were saying is like there's no repercussions nowadays, and they, these people will say whatever. Like Garrett, when I would battle people, my goal was to get them to try to swing on swing. Yep. Yep. Because at that point, I won the battle like you get physically because you can't fucking match me lyrically. It's 100 percent. I mean, that's that culture, too, though. You know, I mean, that's how people how people do it. I'm just saying, like, I fucking talk about my mom, motherfucker. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. What the fuck did you think? I was going to fucking ask you if you wanted ice cream. What the fuck? What flavor do you like, sir? <laughs> Joe Biden, chocolate, chocolate. Yeah, you I like chocolate, that, chocolate. I believe that's yeah. code word for little black boy, by the way. Oh, for any I of my Pizza Gate listeners. Oh, well, you know, wild shit. If you're talking about Pizza Gate, it's like probably last week on on uh, Fox, something came on and it was a school district local to our area. And they were talking about like, oh, they put a pie. They sent home like a diagram and it was a pie. And they're like, if you like cheese, you like to do this. If you like this, you like to do that. Like everything in Pizzagate we were talking about. Right. And they put this in the school system as like a way for kids to identify what sexual acts they'll do. 
right? Like in their sex ed class. So I post it and I post on like this local, like uh, in our school, we have the unmasked page that I run and do a couple other things, but like, it's kind of turned into like, you know, all right, we got to really not let our kids get jabbed and all this other shit. Right. But I posted that on there and the one lady, super smart. She's a scientist in our town. And, uh, you know, we talk about a lot of stuff and we go back and forth and a couple of people like they were like, oh, yeah, you know, and they're like, well, you know, our district talked about this. We're not doing this, blah, blah, blah. And they were totally missing the point. So then I was just like, go check Podesta emails. Right. I just wrote check Podesta emails. All of a sudden, these two ladies came back and they're like, holy shit. Oh, like they were like beside themselves. They were like, oh, my God, these sick fucks. And I'm like, exactly. This is what I'm trying. That to That was you perfect. Guys. That was perfect. You were able to take people that aren't necessarily uh, red pilled and you were able to just say, hey, go check out these receipts. Like, mm -hmm. like without saying like sounding. I didn't say anything else. Theorist or even saying Pizzagate or anything. Just go check the Podesta emails. I posted the thing and I was like, and while you're at it, why don't you check out some of that artwork too? Yeah, exactly. So like, like literally when I posted that like little video or clip from Fox, I just wrote, if you know, you know, and I put it up there. And then people were like, I said, she said that. And then I was like, I just wrote Podesta emails. Take a look. Like I even put like the eyeballs or something. Right. And then like people were coming back and they're like, this can't be real. And I'm like, oh, it's fucking real. Like, it's Johnny P's fucking shit over there, you know, his sick fuck brother with the fucking Dahmer statue hanging up in, as a chandelier. Right. You see that the other day? I mean, I saw it a while ago, but they just resurfaced the other day. Oh, uh, no, I don't remember even seeing that, to be honest with you. I was just so, listening to um, to uh, I think it might have been Human Vibration was on My Maria and they were talking about Jeffrey Dahmer might not even be real. But, what, hold on, what? Okay, are All you right. familiar yeah, with me, are, are you familiar with Human Vibrations? Um, who she is? I am not. She's kind of known for going on Sam Tripley's tinfoil hat and saying that the fucking who is that little girl? Uh, John Benet Ramsey. John Benet Ramsey. Yep. Was a fucking total psyop and never even existed. Like the actual girl did not exist. And like blew everybody's mind. Everybody's like, you're fucking nuts. She came on the show though and had a good fucking argument. Argument? Oh yeah, dude. Like she had a legitimate debate. And okay. And now she's now she's like, Well, I don't think that any of these serial killers are fucking legitimately who they fucking say they were. I think it's all fucking CIA. Yeah. Uh, okay. So I can I I can get maybe down not. With that. No. Okay. Now me and you were like, okay, yeah, I get down with that. Like, I don't I don't know if she's saying. Like, I need to go back and listen to it because I don't think she's saying victims of MK Ultra. I think maybe she's saying like didn't fuck didn't exist all together. Yeah. Just like, and just like COVID. So okay. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, I know. Well, that I mean, that's the wild shit. I mean, wait, that, what, what was Alex Jones saying about Sandy Hook? Oh, and well, now he's got a fucking. Well, I don't know that that's gonna not gonna stick because there's a there's a limit uh, in how much you can sue somebody for in the state of Texas. So that mm -hmm. uh, they went way over it. So that's obviously gonna get appealed. Blah blah blah. Uh, but where was I going with that? Uh, we were talking about uh, John Monet, Dahmer, not not um being even a real thing. Oh, correct. Yeah, and yeah, 
And and yeah, so she thinks that like none of the serial killers w- could have it could have just all been a fucking psyop. You know how how it it's fucking wag the dog like nine eleven. Wag the dog bullshit. Well, 9-11, we know buildings actually fell, right? How, yeah, no, I mean, it happened. How they but, fell but and who was behind it is, is like, that's where it gets debatable, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm, I'm curious. I want to have her on and ask her, like, so you're saying, like, none of these victims existed? Like, none of... Yeah, no, the John Monet stuff is fucking wild. Like, there's people that think that she's still alive. There's people that think that her family, because they were the higher, you know, they were in a wealthy, affluent neighborhood that, you know, that were part of an elite pedophile ring where, like, the sheriffs and everybody was involved, like you're seeing in Utah. They just got arrested where, like, former, you know, uh, mayor, congressman, sheriff, this, that, every pedophile ring bust you're seeing down in Florida. It's like a, a deputy sheriff from this place a head ceo from that place all this other stuff it's coming out if you're looking in the right spots for it right but you know they were saying that you know she was basically sold off and they made it look like she disappeared and they sold her off because she was one of those little pretty girls then those like little pageant things and they basically her parents you know owed a debt or were part of this thing and sold her off and then they played it like somebody stole her because they never found a body right um it says I was just looking it up because I remember like some conspiracy going around about how it was like some childhood star now, like singer or something. It couldn't have been Britney Spears because this girl is reportedly to have been six years old in 1996. And Britney came out like, I want to say 99 because I was a senior in high school. Yeah, she's like our age. Um, yeah, dude. <coughs> <coughs> Sorry, I hit that fucking. I need to quit hitting that vape pen during the episodes because it takes my fucking breath away. It makes it me hit fun. you in the back. It is like, yep, <laughs> like <hit you. laughs> damn. So, anyways, yeah, man, I, I didn't want to get too serious tonight. Um, so no, no politics. I don't know if you've noticed, but I've been kind of straying away from it. Um, but I do, I do kind of want to know what your take is on this because, and, and obviously you do like more of a politically based show. Uh, you and I have a mutual uh, close friend in James and uh, he obviously is very political with his views and everything. Mm-hmm. And it's funny that um, Sean left the show because <clears throat> me and him used to butt head so much about like uh, Q and Trump and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And recently and I even said this when we did the Q show is like, I've been kind of on the fence lately. If it's just all a fucking, all of it is just a fucking act, like the whole fucking thing. And I don't know who it was, but somebody said, Oh, politics is just for smart people. Or is, is just like, uh, is soap operas for smart people. And <laughs> it's, I, it's a good analogy. It really is for real. It is. And like, and like knowing that it is, is, is fucking probably for wise people. It was like, I told James the other day when we were talking about Q and it was like, ah, okay, maybe I'll start paying attention a little bit more because I've been on the fence. I told him, but it, and then I was like, I use this analogy. It was like, Oh, my fucking team is, and I know the game is fixed, but my team's winning. So I'll, I'll, I'll pay attention. That's yeah. how I feel lately, bro. It's like, I feel like it's all one great fucking giant charade that I'm participating in. And I feel like it's just like, this. it's, 
it's just entertainment. It's just here as part of the fucking ride in this experience or experiment or whatever this is that we are experiencing, mm-hmm. which is I'm way more fascinated with what this is, what we're experiencing, why we're here, why we're here in this particular time, rather than I am if fucking Joe Biden fell off his bike today or not. Like, I just don't, it, it was taking so much of my energy. Energy, it, yep. It was just negative, bro. Even when I would post something, I'm like, oh, this is fucking great. Joe Biden falling off of his fucking, it's all negative. It's all negative, and it just takes negative away from me. And so, like, you know, I'll peek my head in every now and then, you know, like, who's winning the game? Yep. Like, you know, well, I'll watch Sports Center every now and then, and, 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 and check out the highlights meaning like yep. watch your show or or we the peeps or, or great divider mm-hmm. stakes or somebody you know or pilsners you know like i i don't listen I, i'm not going to be honest i don't listen to everybody's show every single episode it just you can't there's too many of us <laughs> and not only that bro it's just fucking draining it's negative negative, so, negative. yeah no so it's it's a great point because me and james that's why we started our wednesday show Awesome. Because we're dealing with negative, 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 negative. We're like, we got to be pot because not everything in my life's negative. Not everything in your life's negative. Politics is negative. And, you know, I was never into politics. I was more like down your down your road. I was into conspiracies. I was in, you know, conspiracies. I was into truth. <laughs> you know, well, there's still conspiracies. Was, they are. I know. But but I'm I'm into like finding out the origins of things and like you said like the like the meaning of life and that type of stuff and why are we on this this rock or full disc however you want to look at it right so like I'm more into like okay like like the supernatural the 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 vibrate like I'm into that stuff too you know um and the politics was never a thing but it's I it, it forced my hand when they shut everything down and they told me I couldn't work and I couldn't do this and I couldn't make a living, couldn't feed my family, couldn't do all that stuff. And that shit never drives with me. Like, that's why I work for myself because I'm not good at taking orders from other humans, especially the fucking government who don't do shit for me. Right. So hey, you did know, you I, think, did you think when that, when that shit started happening, like, I don't know what you thought, but I was like, oh, shit, maybe there really is a virus. But really what I thought, I was like, oh, shit, it's fucking happening. That's exactly that's I was exactly like, what I said. Fucking happening. I was I, like, they're going to implement I, martial law. It's now. It's now. I'm not ready. I've been fucking looking into this for years and I'm not ready. Yep. Yep. So basically what I. I said it last night on our show when we were talking a little bit about this, and, I, and I've said this before on my show, is my thing was before they shut us down, two days before they shut us down, they were talking about, oh, we might have to do something. There's this virus, I think. I literally, everybody I knew, I said, they're making their fucking play. They're making their play. And they're like, you're out of your mind. Stop. Blah, blah. I'm like, they're, I said, it's happening. They're making their play. They're going for the jugular. They're going to go now. They stole. They're trying to steal. The they're trying to do this. They're trying to They tried to do all this. They're making their play, right? And I remember even saying, and, I, and I've said this before, is I was talking to my mayor like two days before we were like eating lunch at a place you know he was grabbing lunch and we saw each other in pass and he's like ah you know we're lo- we're watching the tv like everybody else was and we're like oh, what do you think about the bubble and i looked at him i said you know what's really scary 
how quickly everybody's going to give up their fucking rights and how hard it's going to be to come back over some bullshit that they're fucking pulling right now. And I said, you can call me a conspiracy theorist, but I said, this is, this is, you know, the new world order, deep state, whatever you want to call it, the man behind the curtain, the woman behind the curtain, whatever it is. I said, they're making their fucking go. And everybody's always like, ah, and like I said, three months in, People started asking questions. Six months in, people started asking more questions, and I just directed them. Now, getting back to you know the Q thing, like I've, I've, you know, me and James have, you know, we've been friends for a long time, and we've, we, we've talked extensively. You know, any of my information I get about Q is through James, so I'm just going to be forthright like that. Um, but you know, I always tell him, and like you know, me and him have no problem fucking going at each other, like. I don't think you're right. Like, blah, 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 blah. So we have that, those honest conversations, even though we both want to see our country go in a certain direction and we agree on a lot of things, but we, it, it, we have no problem calling each other out. Right. So I've said, As it too. Yeah, no, that's how it should be. It's healthy. Right. So, mm-hmm. you know, I said it and I felt like, you know, at some point I was like, all right, you're trying to read these things and decipher these things. And, you know, I'm going back and forth with James with shit I see. And he's like, oh, well, this because, you know, he's obviously he's like probably more well versed in Q than the Bible. Right. So, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but uh, real talk, <laughs> real talk. It, it is. So, you know, but um, but, you know, we've talked about it and I said him to him for a while I was like. You know, once something happened, elections and everything, and I'm like, maybe this in my head, I'm going, maybe this is because I'm outside the box. I'm like, maybe this is just a giant psyop. And that was before like people were like, oh, it's a psyop. It's this. like in my head, I'm like, maybe we're just being, we're being nullified, like just over another inch, just like they kept moving the goalpost. Oh, just two more weeks. And we're like, oh, just this is a two year delta. This is a four year delta. Oh, you got to look back because then I start looking in my head because it's weird. So you guys like, is this like Nostradamus? Like, was he really ahead of his time? Or we're just trying to put events that happen, linking it back to there and making it fit to his quatrains and his everything else. Right. So I started looking at it like that. So what I really look at it for is just like another source of information. It's not the end all be all. It's not to say, oh, there's a lot of shit that lines up. Um, There's a lot of shit happening in timelines. There's a lot of, you know, deltas, et cetera, all that other stuff. But But at the same time, that 100 percent. And it is just for a bunch of people that don't trust the government for us to just go wholeheartedly and trust that. Like, that's a big ask. Right. Well, and, and trust the plan, too, that I always had an issue with that. Um, yeah, like fuck you. Even, I need to know about even this plan. James will say, you know, like, yeah, I'm not. Um, I like to say trust. There is a plan. That's what James will always say, you know. But um, shit, I was gonna make a point. <clears throat> oh, and it is possible. And get mad at me. I don't care. Throw tomatoes at me. Fucking no. People listening, like, are watching. You know, because when this show first started out, I was. I'm wearing a fucking Q hat right now. But it is very mm-hmm. fucking possible. It is very fucking possible that it was just a psyop in order to pacify Pacify. the people that would actually stand up and fucking do something. That's that's what we or that was smart enough to figure out what was unfolding in front of their fucking eyes and to pacify them with another fucking riddle. Mm hmm. And, and you know what I mean? It's it, it's fucking. Yeah, no, I'm with you. Tomatoes at me all you want. But it is. It, it, tell me, look. At yourself in the mirror and say, repeat after me, whatever your name is, is this a possibility? And if you tell yourself no, then you live in fucking La La Land. Yeah, 100%. It, 
and 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 I'm not like I'm saying like you like you said you might catch shit you might throw tomatoes like I don't give a fuck whatever like if you consider yourself a free thinker you have to have that realm of possibility open right and that's what I and that was my biggest thing and I was like maybe they're just pacifying us to keep the fucking people that would scrap diddly do at the sound of a fucking thing like let's go motherfuckers bound up you know you know regulators <laughs> you know like and then right. it's keeping those people oh it's all right they want us to be violent don't be violent but then antifa does whatever the fuck they want exactly then this one does whatever they want and we always say like those people that are the biggest bitches if they really ran into people that knew how to fight or knew how to do stuff like you see what happens when they do yo check this out after they raid trump right and they're the the media is definitely trying to play different aspects to try and rile up the right enough Mm-hmm. So that they can do something outlandishly so that they can have their January 4th all over again, their parade where they can have their operatives go in and fucking instigate something and have it take the fuck off. Right. So mm-hmm. then so then they have um, they you know what they, that's called rabbit color color revolution. That's what we'll they check, did. We'll check right this here. out. Check this out. So we know they're doing this. We know mm-hmm. they're doing this. They're trying to rile up the fucking herd is basically what they're trying to do so that they can they can slap that label. See, we told you and fucking orange man bad uh, QAnons all over the fucking place. It was arrest the them all, people. put them all in camps. They exactly. Need to be there. Right. So. Yeah. So. It was getting to that point where. You know, like I felt like there was a climate there and it was because the media was was kind of poking the bear, like saying they're going to do it. They're going to do it. Like, you know, even though there all of us were like, no, don't fucking do that. That's the stupidest fucking thing ever. You go be violent. That's exactly what they want us to do. Mm -hmm. However, there are some people now hear me out. What if Trump is fucking smart as he is? He's like, all right, I'm going to start fucking retruthing shit with Q in it. So these badass motherfuckers don't fall into this trap. Mm-hmm. So here we go. Pacify them. Let's let's retruth a bunch of fucking Q shit. And uh, that that'll that'll keep them good. At least until at least until the midterms are over. But then it's like, what? Then what's the next play? Fuck if I know, bro. But it's I'm just saying, something. like, if they're going to pass. Here we are it. fucking two fucking years later. No arrests have been made. Oh, John, wait for John Durham. OK, John Durham. Uh-huh. Like, wait. OK, it's the fuck, dude. I, and I understand, like James says it all the time. I love it when people say nothing's going to happen because that means they're paying a fucking attention. And it's mm-hmm. like, you know what? But maybe they have a fucking point. <laughs> yeah, I know. No, I mean, it's frustrating for all of us who have definitely been, you know, you know, eyes open to this shit for a long time because, you know, we say, oh, it's been two years. But if you've been down any of the other, you know, conspiracies or truths or anything else, like we've been me and James said, like we've been at this for a decade, over a decade. It's just that this is really starting to like heat up with the average person is like, oh, shit, this shit is real. This is this. This is that. And now we're well, like, it's, dude, because, like- it's because both fucking teams, it it would appear optically that both teams are running for the fucking finish line right now. We're in the home stretch. Right. And, and, well, it, looks also- like, and it looks like. It looks like both teams are fucking going full force right now. Like they're giving it everything they got towards that mm-hmm. fucking finish line. Right. And so we see what the other people's agenda is. And if you don't see it right now, 
then there's probably not going to be much hope for you. You're probably either an NPC or you've just been so far fucking indoctrinated that there's just no hope for you. Go ahead and go get another fucking booster and we'll see what happens. Have fun. Yeah, we know what happens. Blood clots and seizures, strokes. <laughs> see it all the time. Ridiculous. <laughs> and, yet, and yet these people don't even know about some of this shit. Oh, my no? God. It breaks like my I was, heart. I was sitting there talking to somebody that I used to know who um, I quit going to N.A. because uh, I fucking like smoking weed and I'm start taking mushrooms and shit like that. But anyways, <laughs> like I, 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 I'm confident in the fact that I'm not going to be drinking anymore. Right. <clears throat> anyways. So I was going to these N.A. meetings and I happened to fucking see this girl who I worked with. And, you know, and I, I was like, oh, shit, you know, she was like, oh, I'm so glad to see you here. And, you know, she uh, she looked healthy. She looked really fucking healthy. Mm-hmm. And, and she was like, oh, I'm getting this job over at uh, uh, UC Davis or one of the hospitals out here. I'm in Sacramento. So there's like five million and 30. Yeah. Of them. Um, and uh, they making her get uh, fully. Um, uh, what do you call it? Um, updated. But you yeah. have to be fully updated. Now it's not fully reprogrammed, not, not get your booster anymore. Now it's are you updated? And um so anyways, and I was like, yo, please don't do that. And she was like, oh, I need the, I need the job. And I was like, that job ain't going to do you any good. Like, if you're dead. Yeah. And she was like, do you really think that's the case? And I'm like, are you kidding me? And she was Did like, Did you read well, any of their own literature? She was like, well, I haven't seen anything bad. And it's like, this is why. This is the average person, brother. It's like the average person. That's what scares me, too, because we're too even yeah, but think, we're too doesn't we're even too, think to to look into it any further than what the narrative is they're just like oh okay this is what they're telling us it must be true let's go do it let's get this is this and and it's scary there's always the people so that are the smartest people. that's how what i always find the people that are the most educated think that us simpletons can't read documents that were put out by the company that made it telling you what it does right but since i don't have a degree apparently i can't read right because you were smart enough not to waste your fucking money and extensive years of school so that you can get no it's just further indoctrination so that you can get an indoctrination degree doctor degree <laughs> that's why i always say like the people that didn't go through college as long or school as long you can look at us like we're stupid. You can look at us like we're ignorant, but we were just not as indoctrinated as long as you were. Exactly. So there's a lot less deprogramming for us. You know, there's this guy and, uh, and a lot of us didn't even buy into it when we were into it. Yeah. You know, I just had QD on and she was like, uh, it, let me ask you a question, brother. Were you one of the class clowns? Did you really pay attention? Or were you like always rambunctious, looking out the window, fucking getting people laugh? That was you. Huh? If I applied myself, yeah, I yeah, I was definitely one of them. Um because you sorry. weren't falling into the indoctrination even back then, even yeah, if- and then by the bullshit. Yeah. And I was and the that- same way. And there's this guy, dude, that uh, he's he's older. So he was one of my good friends growing up older brother so we looked up to him right and me and him have gotten in so many fucking arguments about flat earth because he has an extensive fucking education Mm -hmm. and he's like so you're telling me like everything that i wasted my money on that was taught to me is not fucking true and i was like yeah dude i'm sorry about that 
and so he, I, I always go say, fuck yourself. Man. Suck it. Like he takes it personally. I like if that. I was stand, if it wasn't through a computer, he would be fucking throwing fists at me sometimes. And I'm oh, just 100%. Like, oh, like, I was pissed too. Like, mm-hmm. but no, I always say, and my, my easy analogy for this is, is one, nobody likes to admit that they were lied to. Right. So, so what I always say, it's the adult version of finding out Santa Claus ain't around. He ain't here. He ain't true. Because then once you realize that, right, then you go, fuck the tooth fairy. Fuck the Easter bunny. Fuck leprechauns. Then you just realize the most important trusting people in your whole entire life lied to you since birth. Yeah. That's one of the hardest, like first real life, like bangs. Right. Everybody knows and remembers when they found out. Right. Oh, uh, yeah, I, I remember coming home from school really mad at my mom, and I, I think I was crying. Mm-hmm. But this is what I'm saying. That's like your first, like, everybody has that, like, cut wound deep. Like, when you find that out, you're like, son of a bitch, right? But this is the adult version. These people cannot believe that their daddy government lied to them. Their parents lied. Like, they can't, they can't believe that, like, maybe everything that I'm supposed to believe is a fucking farce. And it's very hard for people. And that's why I feel like it's important for us. Like we don't, they're going to need us when shit gets real. They're going to need people like us that be like, Hey, I'm a shoulder. You can cry. on. I was there too. Found out a little bit before you, but I'm here to help you because you're a fellow human and we got to push forward together. Right. And then you're going to have those other people where you're just like, put them in a boat, push them off the sea. See you later. <laughs> you know, like it, it, it is what it is. I mean, that's just, you're Man, I really ass, hope you're not really assets, hope that there's a day. liabilities. I really hope there's a day that some certain family mem- members and friends, whatever, y'all can stay fucked off. Yeah, I know. I, we, we but did there's a hand, there's a handful of you that I just I, I wait, you know, uh, every day I'm like hoping that phone will ping. And it's like, hey, how you been? Mm-hmm. You were right. I love you. I'm sorry. I know. And listen, and that's what's crazy because something as simple as that, you can have your relationship back with them. But people won't say those simple things. You're right. I'm sorry. I love you. Because those three things, even if you were just like text that, right? Sorry. Love you. You'd be like, fucking hey, dog. We're all dogs again. Cool. <laughs> right? <laughs> Like, forgive and forget because we know it's hard to believe it, but like, we lost family members and stuff too. But at the same time, certain ones, they're so indoctrinated and even seeing everything going on and even forcing their family members to get jabs. And we were pieces of shit. Now their family members are having strokes and everything else, but we're pieces of shit. Right. And our, and our kids were, you know, super spreaders. Our four-year-olds were going to kill grandma and everything else and all that. Oh, they're probably still in denial. Like they're hundred percent in denial. Oh, they probably didn't even cross their mind that it could be the vaccine. Dude, I was fighting family members. It could be the Jabberwocky probably doesn't even cross their mind is why they're going through this shit a thousand percent and the other thing was like i was literally fighting with like family members at board of ed meetings like i was on the unmasked side and they were on like the mass jab side wait <laughs> what yeah like had like yo, yeah bro so if not my family my wife's family you know so my family's cool <laughs> i'm just kidding but yeah no like my wife's cousin like i showed up at a 
we're at ed meeting and we're like fighting to get the mask off our kids and she's there to keep them on there and make sure the kids stay six feet away from her kid because her kid's extra special and our kids are just pieces of shit and you know our kids are not healthy meanwhile like i see what you feed your kid and i see how my kids eat like triathletes i see how active my kid is and i see how inactive your kid is but we're the problem right so you know and i i've like literally had those hard stances where like we've had to like fucking in the board of ed in the public arena like fight some of our family members like not fight but like have the battle with and we don't talk to them anymore but at the same time those people weren't my people to begin with so it just made it easier for me to go sweet see you later I don't need a big circle I don't need those things I need good people I need ride or dies yeah, definitely. I and and you know what? I feel like within this community that we formed, like especially within our freaking group chat that we have, fucking animals. It is so <laughs> fucking fun. I love it. it I, I probably annoy the shit out of people because I post on no, it fuck so it. much. But yeah, dude, it's so much fun. And like, um, because I've lost those people that we we were just talking about those types of people. You know, like. I don't fucking have anybody to call me and be like, hey, bro, you want to go camping this weekend? Or, hey, bro, you want to fucking go throw some discs? Like, I don't fucking have that. So, like, I am so thankful to at least have you motherfuckers. Like, oh, yeah, man. Well, that community like, I look too. forward to these. Like, I don't even record fucking shows except for on Thursdays. And, like, to be honest with you, I have a fucking guest lineup for Thursday. But I'm like... I want to chop it up with my boy Garrett. So I'm going to do an extra episode this week. <laughs> no, it's perfect. Like I said, like I did an episode last night. I got to do one tomorrow morning or whatever. And I was like, yo, I'll come on anytime because it is fun because we don't get to hang with. This is like a hang for us, even though yeah. we're putting out information. It's also good to let you know that there's people all over the world, all over the country. And it doesn't matter what, you know, uh, race, creed, religion, whatever you want to call it. Like, if we're vibing and we're doing good things and we're trying to put it out there, like we're going to connect. And that's the one the, that's the one pro about technology. Right. I can connect with you. I can meet you. I can meet this. I can meet that. And you can have like minded people. Um, and it's even nice in our group. Like you said, like we're like minded. Um, we know the country's not going in the direction that we want. And we all want it to go a different way. We might not agree on how to get there. And we all might take our own little paths. But we're all coming back to that connecting point because we all know we want to go in the same direction. Right. And then, you know, I think it's but I think it's healthy because you say something. I'm like, Robert, you're fucking nuts. Think about it this way. And then you look at me and be like, gee, you're a dickhead. And then you go over to James and we're like, you're a real dickhead, James. So, uh, (laughs) (laughs) you know, but like it's good because we're not an echo chamber. I can't stress that enough in that podcast group that we go and even in Patriot, we're not an echo chamber. A lot of us might say different things and different talking points, and we might agree on a lot of things, but we are not an echo chamber. If one person doesn't agree with the other, we'll call the other one right out. And oh. not just not disrespectfully, but like we want to have that honest debate. And I'll be like, and I'm open to hear because I respect you guys. Like if you're like, no, 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 man, this guy's like this. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Go look at this. And then you go look at it. And you're like, ah, maybe uh. like we're at least willing to see each other's sides of point. And you don't see that anymore. Oh, and that's why I love that group chat, you know, and there was um, there was certain times, too, when I was like sitting there watching it heat up, too. And I'm like oh, fuck, dude, somebody's going to, like, lose it and, like, get their feelings hurt. And it never happens. And it, nope. never, it never happens. It's fucking everybody in there just, like, it's fucking awesome. We don't all get a, a we don't all agree on 
things like you say, but yet we're all willing to listen. Yes. That's where the problem is, is people Mm -hmm. are not willing to listen anymore. No. And it's even, even within your household, right? You ever notice when you're having a conversation with you and it seems like they're not even listening to you. They're just waiting for their turn to talk. Yeah. Their rebuttal. They're already planning their assault. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what if I just said something in that, that totally sparked something, but you, you're just waiting for your turn to be heard. And that's it. And that's understandable because everybody wants to be heard, right? Like uh, it's understandable, but like, how do we learn anything from each other if we already know everything? Yeah, I don't know everything. And I'm well aware of that. I mean, I'm just right a lot. It's not my fault. I was built that way. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm always douching with my sister and all them. They're always like, oh, yeah, you're always right. I'm like, but I am. And they're like, well, fuck off. <laughs> and I'm like, well, it's not my fault. I'm awesome. Can't help it. Right. But um, no, man, I mean, but that's the other thing, too, is if we're wrong, it, it, I've learned as I get older, like if you're wrong, admit you're wrong sooner, make the adjustments, pivot and move forward because that can fester and dwell and that, that, you know, um, animosity and that, that resentment and all that stuff. It just festers like a disease and you got to get rid of it as quick as possible because it's okay to fail. It's okay to be wrong, but it's okay to course correct. And it's okay to pivot and get back on a different path. Like if, if life was always perfect, shining, but like you wouldn't appreciate it. Right. Oh, absolutely. So the hard shit and the, and the being wrongs and those tough lessons and all that stuff, that's just part of life. And it makes you appreciate the journey even better, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And, and I've heard people like describing like simulation theory is like, oh, life is kind of like a video game. Well, my life is like a fucking pinball game because I'm, like, I'm fucking <laughs> bouncing off of everything. I'm like, like <laughs> I'm having those times where uh, I had on when I just had on Brandon, he was talking about he's got a thought ninja. Right. I'm like, I need one of those because whenever he's having a bad thought, he's like that motherfucker's there and he's just like, wow, and like gets rid of it. Right. Well, you got to train yourself to do that stuff. And it's not easy. And everybody strays off the path, man. No matter how much positive shit you can be like, I'm going to do this. I'm hard, mother. Like, Dave, I'm hard, motherfucker. Like, not everybody's not that hard. And it's okay to, like, not be hard sometimes. Like, I mean, I I have a, you know, a a tough exterior, but I'm a a big teddy bear inside with my kid and certain things. Like, I'm tough with them, but I have a big soft spot with a lot of things. And it's okay to be like, you need balance. Life is about balance. You can't be the hardest motherfucker in the world and have no sympathy. And you can't be the most sympathetic for the world because then you're, you're, you're useless twat. Right. And then you can't be like, you know, the, the biggest cry berry me or never cry at all. Like it's yin and yang, man. You need that positive and negative energy to coexist even tupac wrote dear mama yeah right 100 <laughs> percent. garrett i love you brother why don't you go ahead and plug away you got some new new show that you got going on with james from we the people radio i know oh, the guy that did oh, the yeah. artwork for it awesome artwork by the way um, handsome man too yeah so go ahead and plug away uh, all the shows you got going on and uh, where everyone can find your handsome face along with your co-host Perfect, perfect. So show one, my main show, Sergeant and the Samurai Podcast. We are on Rumble. We are on Apple, Google, etc. And we are on the Patriot Podcast Network on Roku TV. So make sure you guys download that. Give us a five star. You can find great shows like Rabbit on there. Great five stakes, people, Pilsner, Too Doomed, Orange Man, etc. 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 Janet, all those, all those great, great cats are over there. Um, and then we also uh I have a samurai silver report that I do with Dr. Kirk Elliott. Um, Kirk Elliott is a 
um, financial advisor for 401ks, 403bs, IRAs. Um, but uh, we do a like a geopolitical or geoeconomical report, like a little 20 minute banger on Monday. So it's nice if you're in the car, um, but you can purchase silver through there because the silver like stocks go to zero, silver and gold never do. So always look into that. Uh, I know the truther community is big on that and having an alternative uh, alternative currency too. If shit hits the fan, we have our, have our, our own economy that we can work with each other off of but uh yeah, yeah I, need to, I need to hit you up on that and now that i discovered that cern is actually creating gold i need uh silver is they're just gonna fucking if they can create gold it's gonna be the same thing as creating paper so sorry to interrupt you keep plugging away brother. yeah no 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 i'm with you 100 and then uh so we got that and you can find them on the same things and then uh me and james or james and i we're gonna be doing winning wednesdays so we'll have an episode it's at 12 o'clock uh eastern standard time uh we do you know a little bit of motivation uh you know uh, self-work, self-thought, um, you know, it's okay to be a man. It's okay to be hard. It's okay to, you know, have your feelings. It's okay to do this. It's okay to do that. And we just kind of have some fun and try to bring some positivity. We do some smoking cookouts on it. We, uh, we're working on doing some product reviews and stuff like that. We're just trying to bring positivity and, and preparedness to, you know, good people that we know that are in the struggle. So you can catch that on Facebook, cloud hub, foxhole, the whole nine it's all on uh we the people stuff and on uh sergeant samurai stuff nice that's awesome brother well i know i i still got you for six minutes right yeah bro okay so you don't have to answer this question if you don't want to because it might be a little bit too personal for you okay but um you said that uh and i have to i have to say this again like if you don't if you're not comfortable with this tell me to fuck off like yeah no that's fine you know i have no problem saying that all right so you were saying how uh, Karate Kid was something that uh, helped you uh, and got you into uh, martial arts, right? Mm-hmm. All right, man. I can't believe I'm going to ask you this. It's okay. Well, what do you think of Cobra Kai, dude? Is it good or like? <laughs> Seriously, so, that's a question. I just built it up like that. Like, no, it's fine. It's a, it, no, it's fine. Um, <laughs> I haven't watched all of them. My kids are more into them because that's their generation's Karate Kid. Yeah, definitely. It's so definitely I've, geared towards the kids, but I feel like they threw enough in there for us to enjoy it as well. Hundred percent. So I enjoyed most of the episodes I watched. Um, I, you know, I I started watching the last season, then I kind of get off of it, and I start going on the other things. And then there's only so much time in the day, so I try to consume my knowledge through podcast and and reading and 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 you know you know. Uh, documentaries that are interesting to me and that's kind of how i learn and i don't have that much time in a way because i'm teaching all the time and still training and you know going to the gym and lifting so and i got three boys under eight years old so i'm running them around and i own my own business so i only have so much time in the day so you must be able to retain so much because seriously bro like everything that you said while you're doing all that like I'm, I'm either doing graphics or anything that I do throughout the day, anything I do throughout the day, I'm consuming, uh, some, somehow a podcast, uh, a, a book and whether it's audio book, uh, a documentary, I mean, at least listening to it, you know, like I'm always consuming information all fucking day long. Yes. Which, which is a gift and a curse because you can give yourself information overload. And sometimes you got to take the step back and unplug from it. Like this weekend, I'm which going away for camp. 
I'm going away camping with my family. My phone nice. won't even fucking work for four days, and it's beautiful. And I do miss out on stuff. And then, like, I get back and oh my god, I gotta catch up on the shit. We gotta do a show. We gotta do this. Blah blah blah. blah. I gotta stay ready, and I just try to stay more informed because if I didn't have to stay informed from the podcasts and the shows, I would just be stacking ammo, gold, silver, and saying, "Bring it, motherfuckers." <laughs> you know, but like I gotta, I gotta be, you know, I gotta be on top of the game for that type of stuff, you know, to give the information to the people. Yep, definitely. Well, uh, dude, I fucking love you, brother. I love your show. Love you too, homie. Every, everything that you got going on about you, you got that, you got that pretty boy swag too. You know, you like, think I'm pretty? I'm pretty ugly. Well, I, you know, you you ruined the punchline for me, but it is what I it did. Is. Yep. See, ah, <laughs> uh, see, I'm witty, motherfucker. Though that makes up for it. <laughs> Hell's yes. Guys, if you haven't heard uh, fellow truthers and conspiracy junkies, yes, it is true. It is true. The man, the stoner himself, Tommy Chong, is coming on White Rabbit. So uh, very excited about that. Uh, It's not going to be your typical White Rabbit show. However, we are still going to keep it conspiracy-based as much as I can. Uh, So it's going to be fun, guys. Come uh, hang out with us for that one. And uh, you know where it is. You know where to find me. Keep digging down those rabbit holes. Set your mind free Cut loose from the powers that be now And the people say follow me Vibration shake the revolution Baby bye bye they go all away All the problems that show up Say they cannot control us So just sit back and roll up a J When things aren't going my way Keep a hold on my faith of the world to the end of times I just hit that warp drive on the enterprise It's heating up and I can feel the pressure rise No, never, they will not divide us So we gon' rise up, let the vibe set the tone That's gon' guide us, you just gotta get control of what's inside ya Let the love bless your soul, swallow your pride, get your vibe and go
back and check me right.